I've been preaching, and this uh, actually, this Sunday will kind of end this series. I've been doing this uh, Wonderful Life. And uh, we've kind of taken that theme from the movie It's a Wonderful Life with Jimmy Stewart and uh, Donna Reed, and how that uh, Jimmy Stewart, as uh, George Bailey, had to find out that uh, through a, a difficult time in his life, that even though things are difficult in our life, doesn't mean life is not wonderful. We go through challenges. And so he had to see what life would be like if he had never existed. And then he realized, even with the good and the bad, life is wonderful. And this morning I want to look at, as we're going into this Christmas season, it's a wonderful life when we truly believe. When we truly believe, it makes life wonderful. And I emphasize the word truly because belief for the Christian life goes deeper than just, uh, well, I believe there is a God or I believe that there's a God that created this world, but a belief of His existence and the sending of His Son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins and the belief that we can receive Him and His gift of salvation and His Spirit lives inside of us. That is truly believing. And you know, when you think about uh, one of the songs that the choir sang, they said, I can hear the bells ringing. The bells of Christmas have been many things. You probably, many of you have heard those who have been ringing bells at Christmas time with the little red pots or red kettles, and they're collecting funds for through the uh, Salvation Army to help people in time of need. And that bell ringing is a reminder here we are, and remember the joy of Christmas and giving. And give a little bit and believe that you can make an impact in somebody else's life. In the movie It's a Wonderful Life, there was the angel there that uh, revealed to George that when a bell rings, an angel gets their wings. And so the ringing of a bell has carried a lot of different meanings that were linked to Christmas. And this morning I want you to watch a little video clip from Polar Express about a little boy who had to get to a point of really believing about Christmas before he could hear the bell ring. And this little boy, as he hears the bell, he begins to believe and he hears the bell ring. He's reminded that belief is a connection to the heart. And if you have your bulletin this morning, you notice there's a unique cover on the bulletin this morning. There's a picture of the birth of Christ and there's also Santa Claus in there. And belief is beyond Santa Claus. It's believing what it really is. And it's about Jesus Christ. Was that you said? Hi. 
I believe. I believe. I, I believe. This is yours. gift of his salvation and the ongoing work in our personal life is an issue of the heart. Matter of fact, I want to read to you Romans chapter 10 and 9. It says this, that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified and it is with your mouth that you, are, that you confess and are saved. So the Bible lets us know that everything relating to Jesus is a belief that comes from the heart. And let's look at this in Luke chapter 1 as we reflect back about the birth of Jesus Christ. I'm going to look at Luke chapter 1, beginning in verse 26, as Mary encounters a point in her life about believing. And then we're going to look at Matthew chapter 1 where Joseph encounters a point about his belief. In Luke chapter 1 and beginning in verse 26, and I'm reading this out of the King James, it says this, and in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God into a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail thou that art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. 
And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great and shall be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. And then said Mary to this angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. So Mary is encountering this point about her believing and truly believing in her heart that she as a virgin was going to give birth to the true Son of God. And then I want you to look with me in Matthew chapter 1, and beginning in verse 18, as it tells us about the birth of Jesus Christ, but also where Joseph is having to believe. And it says this, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was a spouse to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. And then Joseph, being her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary, thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. And then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had told in him, and he took unto him his wife, and he knew her not until she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Two at separate points being tested about what they truly would believe. First Mary, and then Joseph. And you know, when you think about the little boy that was in the movie Polar Express, he truly believed, and when he truly believed, there were two things that occurred that actually occur in the Scriptures when they truly believed. The little boy, when he truly believed, when he said, he shook that bell, and he couldn't hear anything, and then he said, I believe, I believe, I believe. And then he shook it again and he could hear the bell ringing. You see, when we truly believe as Christians, then we hear what others don't hear. When you're a child of God and you truly believe in your heart, then you can hear the voice of God speaking to you and speaking to I. And that's really the spirit of Christmas is when you truly believe enough that you can hear the voice of God speaking to you. I sometimes have had people say, you know, when you hear the voice of God, what, what does it sound like? For me, when I hear the voice of God speaking to me, whether I'm asking God for direction or whether God is speaking to me in a certain situation, and sometimes in prayer, God will just begin to speak to me about a message or something. But it's almost like God takes control of my thoughts and my mind. And if you've ever studied for a test or anything, you'll start kind of playing things through your mind. And it's kind of like your conscience is speaking to you. 
That's kind of how it is when God begins to speak to me. It's almost like he takes control of my mind and my thoughts and my conscience and begins to speak through me to me. The little boy in the Polar Express, he believed and then he could hear what others did not hear. Matter of fact, you'll hear or see a little clip at the end of the message to this morning that will kind of reiterate the fact that it's all about believing. When you truly believe in the Lord, you can hear His voice, a voice that many people can't hear. But this little boy not only could hear what others didn't hear, but he also experienced what others didn't experience. And that's true for the Christian life also, that we experience God's Spirit working in us. I don't know how many times over the years as a Christian and as a pastor that I've had people tell me things of when God's Spirit just got a hold of them and they experienced something. And that experience was uh, times when I've heard people talking about where they were just feeling overwhelmed with stress and problems and and then they just got a sense, you know, God's going to take care of this and then they just got a sense of relief. They experience God's Spirit working in their life and they experience things that others who do not believe don't experience. It's not just an imagination belief, but it's a truly believing in your heart. Remember what I read from Romans? It says that when you believe from your heart, it's an issue of the heart when we hear what others don't hear and we experience what others don't experience. The Spirit of God working in our life. But then you have to ask the question, what is it that prevents some from truly believing? And this question is not only for Christians or non-Christians, but also for Christians. Sometimes people, even who have accepted Christ, as they get older and they experience the challenges of life and the distractions of temptations in life, they begin to lose that hearing and experiencing. And what is it that prevents people from just fully, truly believing in the Lord. There was a statement that was made about Mary and to Joseph from the angel that I think is one of the things that causes people to true, not to truly believe, and that is fear. Fear prevents some people from truly believing in the Lord and all He has in store for them. In the Scripture, there were two times, one for Mary, one for Joseph, that the angel said for Mary to fear not. Fear not. And then to Joseph, the same thing was said in the dream. Don't be afraid. Fear not. The word that was used in the Greek language for fear was the word phobio. It's the word that you probably can relate to. Phobia. The word phobia means to be filled with fear, Thoughts of the imagination. Phobia is really an expression that relates to imagining things that may not even truly exist or have not occurred yet. We become a development of phobia about it, a development of fear. And I have seen many people that they just can't truly believe what God can do in their life and through their life and for them in their life because the fear begins to overcome them and not realizing that God's got something great in store. You know, God, listen to me, if you're listening, say amen. God wouldn't be God if everything just totally made sense, would it? That would just match up to us, wouldn't it? 
If everything was, didn't have any challenges of our fear and our belief, then that would just be human. And God's far from human, isn't He? And so sometimes we have to be at those points in our life that we're tested whether we can overcome our fear and just truly believe. And you would think that during the Christmas season would be a time that everybody would just be full of joy and love and peace and belief. But I found that during the Christmas season is usually a season that a lot of people get tested and they can begin to experience fear. Fear of how, what direction their life's going to be going because of issues that are going on in their life. Fear about whether they're going to be able to have the resources to meet the needs in their life. And they begin to fear to such an extent that they can't believe what God's going to do in their life. Let me encourage you this Christmas season, just truly believe and overcome the fear. There's a scripture in the Bible that has been one of the ones that I have held on to and memorized in my life from Timothy, 1 Timothy 1.7. It says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And that soundness of mind is truly believing in the God and the Lord who can take care of our every need. The other thing that I see that prevents us from truly believing sometimes is not only fear, but it's the facts. Facts prevent us from truly believing in the Lord and what He can do to provide in our life. You see, both Mary and Joseph had the angel to say, Fear not. But you remember also that Mary said, how can this be seeing I know not a man? Now, it doesn't mean that she was saying I, I have never known any man as far as knowing somebody and knowing their name, but it was an expression in the original writing that meant she had never had intimacy with a man. So she said, how? how I mean, the facts don't match up. I've never had a sexual relationship with a man, so how could I become pregnant? I'm a virgin. How can this be? And not only for her, but Joseph. Joseph, who is about to marry Mary, and now he's being told that she is going to give birth to a son. And in his mind, the facts are, if she's going to give birth to a son, she's been running around and cheating on me. So the facts don't match up. You know, we, we live a lot about the facts, don't we? But the Bible tells us that we walk as Christians by faith. Not the facts, not by fear, but by faith. And so this morning, I'm imagining that there's some that they've been looking at the facts and the facts just don't show that things are going to turn out so good for you. Things don't look so good for the future when you look at things in black and white, when you add the numbers up. And some of those facts may be things that you brought upon yourself. It may be things that you've had some, some challenges in your life that came unexpectedly. But the truth is, when you truly believe, God can do something extraordinary in ordinary situations, can't He? That's who He is. He's God. And so no matter what you may be facing in your life today, when sickness comes, believe in Jesus. When your finances are struggling, believe in Jesus. When death occurs, believe in Jesus. When relationships fail, believe in Jesus. When things seem hopeless, 
Believe in Jesus. And I always remember this. For those who truly believe, the Lord is good at doing the extraordinary out of the ordinary. You and I are just ordinary people, but God can do extraordinary things out of the ordinary. Jason, would you show that last clip for us this morning? Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Santa's been here! Santa's been here! Hurry up! Hurry up! Mom! Dad! Wake up! Wake up! Fix that hole in your pocket. Mr. C. Oh, what a beautiful bell. Who's it from? Santa. Santa? Really? Oh, that's too bad. What's this? Huh? Broken. Huh. Sorry about that, sport. time most of my friends could hear the bell, but as years passed it fell silent for all of them. Even Sarah found one Christmas that she could no longer hear its sweet sound. Though I've grown old, the bell still rings for me, as it does for all who truly believe. Let me encourage you this Christmas season. Don't let life knock you around to where as you become older and you experience things in life, you lose the ability to hear and to experience. Truly believe in your heart. Would you join me in bowing for a word of prayer? I want to encourage you to hear the bells of Christmas, hear the joys of Christmas, and truly believe that no matter what you're facing in your life, keep that childlike faith. The Bible tells us that we have to come to the Lord as, as a child with that type of simple faith, but truly believing.
And if you've lost the ability to hear God or experiencing God in your life, would you just this moment, take a moment and say, Lord, would you renew my belief in you? Lord, would you restore my faith to overcome my fears and the facts? And Lord, let me this Christmas season just truly believe in you that you have something to say to me and something for me to experience that is truly wonderful. Lord, I thank you, God, this, this morning, and I thank you for your sweet spirit. And Lord, I thank you for the powerfulness of the Scriptures. I wanted to go back, and even though sometimes I read out of various versions, I wanted to go to the King James and just go to some deep historic roots that we have to overcome fear and facts and just truly believe, to truly experience all that you want us to experience in our life and the wonderfulness of life. So God, if someone's been down and discouraged, Lord, if they've been facing some fears in their life or looking at the facts and it's kind of taken away the spirit of Christmas, Lord, I pray that that today that they would come like a child with childlike faith and just believe and Lord, hear Your voice and experience Your Spirit renewing them and refreshing them. God, give them a Christmas like they haven't had in a long time. And Lord, we'll give you the praise and honor and glory. And it's in your name we pray. Amen.